Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring world-famous animal communicator, Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey, everyone. I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. Log on to thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication. Go to our Facebook page right now, facebook.com slash radio, and find today's post to um, comment, put your comment in the section, in the comment section of your animal. So if you're going to call in um, or you would like to ask a question about your animal, you can just post a picture and a little description of a question you want to ask and post it there. Um, and you can call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. Join us in the chat room. It's open. I'm your producer and co-host, Aiku Suhara. Welcome to the show. Hello there. Hello. hello I hear hello. someone in the background. I know. So I have, um, I have my friend's dogs here, Honey and Summer, and and Honey just cannot get settled today. She's just like walking all around. She's been hiding, sleeping in the closet. She's... <laughs> Aww. All sorts of places. Aww. I find places. Huh, honey? I know. Well, welcome so to the show, Honey and Summer. Honey and Summer, two Labrador retrievers, are 18 years old. Wowzers. I know. They're so great. So, um, so I'm really excited to talk to Granny today. Have you seen this? Yes. And uh, tell us who Granny is. So Granny is an orca whale, and she's estimated to be about 103 years old, which is, wow. like, so amazing. The average lifespan of a wild orca is between 60 and 80 years. SeaWorld talks about them living something like 25 years or something in mm. captivity. So... um yeah, she was estimated to have been born in, like, 1911. Wow. Which is, like, so long ago. Can you imagine? It's, like, my great-grandparents' age. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's, like, when my so, I have this little old house, and this is, my house was built in 1910. Yeah, so she's, like, that old. Can you imagine? Wow. And so I guess I, I Googled her, and I was watching some YouTube videos and stuff, and, like, She's supposedly really healthy, and they know her from um, her markings. I guess her markings on her fin, um, their on their dorsal fins and on their bodies are sort of like fingerprints. Mm-hmm. So they definitely know it's her. So and what um, what made you want to talk to her all of a sudden? Well, she was being posted on the Facebook page, so people were sort of like. Um, talking about her. I forget where I saw her. Somebody posted it on my Facebook page or I saw a Twitter of her or something. But um, And then people were saying, hey, you should talk to her. And so I thought, oh, well, let's talk to her on the show. And I cool. put out 
the interesting thing about it too is um, it came around the same time as like last week I was doing a meditation with Stormy. Stormy and I was trying, I was doing Reiki on Stormy and, and a meditation with him. And I all of a sudden was like, Stormy and I both found ourselves in this meditation um, in the ocean. And we were like down at the bottom of like in the ocean, like swimming and Stormy was like down there with me. And I thought, oh, I'll just kind of like go with this. Like it was like a vision, you know, while I'm doing mm-hmm. it with him. And then this whale came over to us and had this like like eye problem and wanted us to like heal her eye. And she was saying that there's stuff in the water that are really bothering her eye. And so, um, and so Stormy and I were like trying to heal her eye. Mm. And then not long after that, I saw Granny about Granny. I don't think that was Granny, but you know, um, but I just thought that was really interesting. Many years ago, I was meditating also, and a whale came into my meditation, and and the whale kept showing me that she was getting, like, hit by a boat and, like, how scared she was that she was hit by a boat. Mm-hmm. And the next day, a whale washed up on the shore in Ventura. So, like, I knew it was real. Right. So, I really feel like this is real, too. It's so – sometimes I think to myself, like, like, how does this happen? Like, one, like, how do they find me, you know, to talk to me? But then also people are probably going to think, like, oh, the crazy pet psychic. She thinks whales are coming to her in her vision. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, right. I mean, I, I am, like, normal in the fact that I can understand where that would be sort of, like, hard to believe. But right. I really believe that it's true, that they do somehow find us. And, yeah. like, I think it's so neat that Stormy was there. Yeah. So. I Well, as you're talking about the story, I was just thinking how cool it is, like, that you get to experience this world of being able to meditate with your dog and then go and meet, like, other animals telepathically. <laughs> like, it's just something that's hard for me um, to imagine doing. Yeah. But how cool yeah. is that? It's just so awesome that you can do that. I know. And I, I get it that it's, like, really hard to, like, imagine because, like, even – because it happened to me, like, when I was a kid or something, I would definitely think I am just creative. I can just, <laughs> like, have this fantastical world. Like, this doesn't really happen. But I've had enough sort of confirmations about things happening that I really start to believe that, oh, this is really happening. And then, like yeah. – for, like, Granny to sort of pop up afterwards and, you know, just to have, like, this is coincidence because I feel like spirit will say to you, will validate your experiences somehow, you know? Yeah. So, like, something will happen and you'll be like, huh, is that real or not? And then something else will keep happening, you know, or you'll have signs otherwhere, other other places in your life to sort of, affirm what's going on in your meditations or your visions or your communications, whatever it may be. That's so cool. Well, let's talk to Granny. Yeah. Okay. So let's get Granny. And I sort of put it out to her earlier, but I didn't actually talk to her because I wanted it to be fresh. So um, so let's see. And, and so what do you think? Do you have, like, any – are you thinking any questions, I? Like, what, do you have any, like, things you want to know? Um, well, first of all, I would like to know if Granny is still alive. 
And well, she, we know she's still alive because we saw her. They were she's been spotted a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Well, then we know that. I didn't know that she was spotted. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I guess anyone, if anyone's listening, um, and in the chat room also, you can also type your questions there, and I'll shout them out to Laura. Um, but I guess I would like to know what is like the greatest, the most significant changes Granny has seen in the world in the hundred and three years she's been alive. That like what are some question. key moments yeah, or that's key what I changes? Sure to think about earlier when I was mm-hmm. talking to her, I said, I'm going to talk to you later and tell us what your the changes are. Mm-hmm. We're so like on the same wavelength. Hi. <laughs> okay. Let me get Granny J2. Um, she's also named. Okay. J2 Granny is a 103-year-old orca, and that is who we are speaking with now, if we can get her. She ring, says ring. that she felt a lot of people in awe about her, that she felt them watching her a lot. She says that she's seen that more people are troubled. She says people who are watching her, her hearts are more constrained. She's sort of saying, like, over the years, people, she's sort of saying people are more stressed. Okay. The waters are very different. Even the ability for the whales to breathe is harder. But we adapt. But boats getting close are harder for her. She says that they give her like a thundering in her head. So like the noises are louder and... And uh, um, it looks like gas leaks or something. It looks like something in the water. Mm. The fish are not as good either. The fish swim slower. They're not nearly as alert. They're not as, like, hard to catch. They don't satisfy as much. I wonder how much of that is like her body or and or also like the like how the fish are really not that healthy anymore. But some of it must mm-hmm. be her body also. Yeah. She says she feels pretty good in her body though. She says she feels like she's meant to be a part of this world for a reason. And that she has seen many whales die. Sometimes it's lonely. The thing that she wants to say about the water that is the worst, that in places it's really thick. You know what's so interesting about it is, like, she seems to sort of, like, just be okay with what is. Where, like, sometimes when I've spoken to dolphins, and dolphins are, like, really, you know, like, joyous creatures, 
But whenever I speak to the dolphins, and even when we spoke to the whales at one time, they seem to sort of like be suffering and seem to be really upset about the way the water is. But she sort of has this sort of just this ability to accept what is. Like, it's just the way it is. It's just changed. So Mm -hmm. she doesn't seem, like, depressed about it. But when she shows me the water and, like, the feel of the water and the way she could breathe, like, many, many years ago, it's sort of like being in your best athletic self. But, like, now sort of feeling, like, old and sort of like you're in a smoky room. And yeah. I don't think that's just because she's old. I think that's because of the waters also. Right. But it's an so, unbelievable sense of acceptance is sort of what mm-hmm. I'm feeling from her. Wow. Um, one question we have in the chat room is um, Michelle White would like to know how many babies she's had. Oh, that's a good question. She says so many to count. Mm-hmm. I almost want to say like 32 or something. It seems like. Oh. It looks like she's had some babies that um, weren't even hers, that were, like, she ended up taking on. Mm-hmm. Cause so she adopted a few. Yeah, she's adopted a few. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Wow, Granny. Oh. It's like children of her children, too. Mm-hmm. Does she mind being called Granny? Yeah, do you know that you're called Granny? And do you mind that? And do you understand what Granny means? It's like grandmother. She says she doesn't mind. She sort of likes having a name. Oh, good. She likes being an autumn. There's this sense of like, and the dolphins feel this way too. It's the sense of being like admired. But they yes. like the sense of being admired. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, do you think? Actually, I would think that she would have more, like, I'm surprised, like, that she doesn't have more, like, telling us what to do or how to live, you know? Like, like remember those whales? Weren't they, like, stop polluting? <laughs> like, remember? Yeah. Well, she's like, had a lot of years to live. She's, like, all zenned out. Yeah, she is in now. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, can you ask her if she, if we could contact her at the end of the show for a words of wisdom from her? Oh, yeah. Good. Okay, Granny, did you hear that? She said that she'll be listening and that we should add more sea life into the show. Okay. Noted. If anyone has um, more sea life animals they would like to contact, like if you have pets that are water pets, call us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well, let's get to some calls, and then we'll talk to Granny again at the end of the show. 
Uh, we have a bunch more questions for her, but um, maybe we should get some of our callers in as well. Okay. Let's Shall do we? Let's okay. Do so um, our first caller, it looks like, is Swan with Daisy, the Chihuahua. Is it a Chihuahua? On Facebook. So let's see our Facebook page. You can go to facebook.com slash radio. And there is, like, in the comments section, there is pictures of the animals that we're talking to today. So we should be able to find. Do you see? I uh, see, Daisy. I don't, because I think Swan put it on. No, it's under there. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, it's, uh, for yeah, me, it's under it that is. pug. Yeah. I see her. Mm-hmm. So... Um, let's see. So she doesn't want to go outside and she's wondering if, um, she's okay. So let's find out, um, how they're doing. So hold on one second. Sorry, I'm not on top of this. Uh, oh, here we go. Um, so Swan, Daisy doesn't want to go out all the time, like go outside. Is that the question? Correct. Um, I have two other dogs, and I'll I'll call for them, and they all come running downstairs, and we go outside. But Daisy will come down, and then turn around and go right back in, and go right back to bed. So she'll do that two or three times a day. So, and she is older, so I just want to check to make sure that it's not a health issue, and maybe she just doesn't like to touch the heat. Okay, great. It's good to talk to you, Swan. Thanks for calling in. Sure. Yeah. Yes, it's good to talk to you. Okay. Hold on. Let's get Daisy. Daisy, honey, do you hear? There's lots of reasons why I don't want to go out. Sometimes my spine hurts when I get bumped. It sort of bothers me a little bit. The other reason is sometimes I'm worried about getting back in. Does she? It looks like there's like another dog that gets in her way. Do you know who that is? Yes, it's Maximus. He jumps all over her the whole time and bites on her. He's a puppy. Oh, she doesn't like that. That's why. Well, yeah. Uh, maybe it, mommy can do something about Maximus. Maybe she can hold him when you go outside. You know what I want to tell my mom. What she needs to do is stretch up to the heavens and say, I love myself. Mm. (laughs) Then touch your toes and say, I love this earth. Spin around in a circle and and say, here I am to stay. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. So cute. She's yeah. trying to get you connected to the heavens and to earth. Yeah. And then I like, like that. A, then be like a superhero if you're spinning around, huh, Daisy? <laughs> yeah, Tell my mom awesome. I love her. Aww. <laughs> and she says to tell you that it's okay to be frightened in some parts of your day. Because other parts, you'll be good. And I think that's just life. Okay, good. Aw, it's so sweet. 
She is a wise little girl. Aw. Well, John, thanks for calling in. Thank you. Thanks, Laura. I love you guys. We'll we'll talk soon. Thanks, Juan. Bye. Well, Daisy is a sweetheart. Let's go to our next caller, which is Cowboy, the horse. Uh, You can find Cowboy. I think I saw Cowboy. Um, Is a horse on Facebook. Um, and he is being trained right now to, um, to for a horse show. So uh, let's talk to Cowboy's mom, Lori. Hey, Lori, so what's going on uh, with Cowboy right now? Well, Cowboy is such a very sweet, uh, very well-trained horse. He always has a willing attitude. And actually, he's owned by my friend Robin, but she is a child therapist, and she stays very busy. So I've offered to help her get him in shape. And at the end of our training session, uh, sometimes he will just bolt and want to take off, and that's not like him. And I don't know if maybe he's having some um, issues, uh, some pain issues anywhere or what. And I'm not a mean trainer. I never uh, want to punish them for for doing anything like that. And I just want to try to find out what's going on. And are you on him when he does that or are you you on the ground? No, I'm on him. We're actually, when that happens, we're close to the end of our workout. And uh, we're always going into a a canter, and it's almost like um, he doesn't want to do it anymore, and maybe it's a sign that he wants to go to the barn. So I don't know if maybe it's a habit, because he'll do that with his owner in the horse show, and and it's very discouraging to her because um, it pretty much disqualifies them for getting, you know, a, a, a prize or placing whenever that does happen. But um, I don't know if maybe he does it when he's really, really tired or what's going on. So that's why I'm trying to find out. Yeah, okay, so let's ask Cowboy. And I'm going to explain to him, too, that maybe that there's, like, another way. Because if it is something that – because it does sound like it's a form of communication, too, like he's trying to tell you something. I mean, you both are sort of getting that. So he's got to try and find another way to tell you, like, even if – um, you know, to be inventive of, like, how can I tell my people that something's wrong because bolting is just not doing it, right? So, oh. um, and, and I mean, you know what's wrong, but you don't know what. So, okay, so let's get Cowboy and ask him <laughs> what's going on and, and explain to him that this is, um, this is causing him ribbons, causing him points. Cowboy, honey, do you hear? He says he loves to work, and my shoulders feel good. I feel really good in my front end. But I have this problem with my back end. He says it's like the girth pinches him in his belly. Hmm. He says it pinches him really hard, and he hates it. Now, I'm not mm-hmm. sure, like, it feels like, like the cinch is getting, like, like he's getting almost, like, pinched by it. But I also wonder, like, is that 
something going on inside of him that's making him feel that way. So I'm going to ask him, because he doesn't show any signs of soreness when you're cinching up, right? The, the no, spouse. not at all. No, okay, yeah. Not. So it doesn't make 100% sense. Okay, so cowboy honey, if that was the case, we would think that you would have something going on when when they put the saddle on and off. And so he says it's like he gets twisted in his torso. He says his left hind also kind of gets like a little numb. Like, he's keeping trying to show me, too. Like, he's wanting to bring his foot up and, like, scratch his belly with his back hoof. <laughs> so I wonder, have you had him adjusted by a chiropractor? Because maybe he's twisted in the spine. Well, no, I haven't. But I have a chiropractor who is a friend. So, uh, And I'm going to be seeing him tonight at a, a gathering. So I think I'll just okay. talk to him about that. <laughs> Yeah, and ask him, like, what would make him feel that way, that he's, like, getting sort of, like, like, you know the feeling of, like, having your pants on, like, or having a skirt on, and the skirt is sort of, like, shifting, and it's, like, pulling, like, you know, or, like, the it's pulling, like, around you. It's, like, not fitting properly. It's, like, getting bunched up. It's kind of that feeling. And also, I didn't know if maybe... He is so athletic, and I didn't know if maybe he had any uh, heat in his uh, hops in the back legs, you know, um, from the workout. Sorry, I couldn't really fully understand you because you're breaking up a little bit, but I think you said you were wondering if he has pain in his hocks. So, uh, yes, yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, pain in his hocks. Okay, yeah, that's much better. Okay. Cowboy honey, do you have pain in your hawk? Just sort of down the left leg on the inside. Left leg, okay. On the inside. Well, I kind of feel like there's something going on, like around his torso, his stomach. How does your gut feel when you eat and everything? Are you a-okay there? Sometimes I do have extra grumbling. Hmm. Is he on sand? No. Is he on sand? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, did he get sand in his belly or something? Well, he he used to be at a trainer barn, and they were he was ridden in sand every day, and I don't know if maybe, um, you know, he was uh, turned out or anything like that, but he's not at my place and now I also know from experience that some show horses have a tendency to get ulcers from the training and I want to make sure that he doesn't have anything like that. Yeah, I'm a little curious about that so I'm wondering like what you like can do ex- to, to find that out because um, maybe it's not really hurting him all that bad until he's like really been working. And then, like, the girth will hit him at a certain spot or something, or it just will be mm-hmm. too much. But um, hmm. that's something you can kind of test. There's, like, this papaya. Have you seen that papaya stuff? Uh, stomach smoother, I think it's called, or stomach soother. That's, um, hmm. that's been really good for ulcers. You can check that out. Google stomach okay. 
stomach soother, I think it is, for okay. horses. Oh, okay. okay. We'll do that. Yeah, you got to call us back and let us know what you find out. Well, thank you. Well, we're giving him a little day off today. He has a a, a pasture that he's able to clean, so I'm calling it his chillaxy. Oh, good. So, Lori, we're going to let you go now because you're kind of breaking up, but I'm going to put the website for that stomach smoother stuff underneath his picture on the Facebook page. Thank you. Thanks, Lori. Oh, stomach soother, not smoother, soother. Did you say it's papaya flavor? It's papaya, yeah. And Mm. my friend swears by it for ulcers, so we'll see. All right. We'll see if it works. Back to the issue. I know, sweet little guy. All right. Our next caller is Loki um, with mom Jennifer. Um, And Jennifer wants to know why Loki is biting um, and has such an attitude because it's really hurting her feelings. So, um, Jennifer, is this happening at a certain time or do you notice it happening, you know, when you pick them up or just when you're just lying down or what's happening? Um, it's, it's really random, actually. Um, I can just be walking across the living room. I could be laying in bed and he'll, you know, just come after me. Um, he was, I adopted him when he was two months old. He's 10 months old now, um, and I would say in the last three months, he's really changed noticeably as far as um, he gets, he seems like he has like a teenager type of attitude. Um, I can play with him as much to try and get out play aggression. I play with him like three times a day. I even come home on my lunch and play with him. I have like a fisher pole toy. And um, he will sometimes just look straight past the toy and zero in on me. His eyes get really wide, and he comes at me full force. And when I try to get him off of me, he just gets more aggressive, and his bite gets harder. And he does draw blood sometimes. Um, I just got him a giant um, cat tree. It's over six feet tall. I'm trying to do everything um, that's good for cats. I'm doing a lot of research, and it's just really hurting my feelings. I feel like I adopted him. I'm giving him this nice home, and I, I miss my snuggly kitten that he used to be. Wow. And so tell me this. Is he declawed? He is, yeah. That's your problem. <clears throat> there are so many declawed cats. I would say most of the declawed cats I talk to have serious pain in their body and have aggression issues. They either have aggression issues or peeing problems. And so it's very, very important that you get him to a chiropractor and get him adjusted. Because what happens to them, please don't ever declaw another cat. And there isn't, people don't know this. And so I'm not judging for doing it. But but what they actually do is that they they cut off the, the paw at the first joint so they don't just take out the nail, right? When I heard about declawing, I thought, oh, they just take out the nail. But that's not mm-hmm. what they do. They actually cut at the first joint, right? So it's okay. like excruciatingly painful. Typically, they don't get enough pain meds, and they're growing. And mm-hmm. they have, many of them have nerve damage. So they're, even when they're like, like 18, 19 years old and they've been declawed as kittens, They'll still have that feeling in their in their paws, like they're um, 
like their foot is falling asleep. You know that feeling? So they like constantly have that feeling in their foot that their foot is falling asleep. And, okay. um, and so when they're growing, they are so sensitive on their paws that they kind of like cramp their shoulders up and they can't really put all the weight on their paws and they kind of like grow crooked in their body. So they, he definitely needs a chiropractor. That's like 100%. I'm like positive. I think all the claw cats need it. Okay. And um, he also needs to know, the other thing is with them is that they're, they're kittens and they love you and there's nothing wrong with them. And then you drop them off at the vet and you come and pick them up and they're in excruciating pain. Mm-hmm. And they tend to sort of resent us because they're like, what the hell did you do to me? Mm-hmm. I was perfectly fine. Bunnies feel that way when they get spayed and neutered. And some puppies and dogs because they're like, what the hell did you do to me? You know, I felt fine. But with the declawed cats, the feeling doesn't go away. So oh, the pain I feel terrible. It is so terrible. So I like, like I like beg everyone out there, please do not declaw your cats. Like they have these things that you can put on them, like these caps that you can put on them instead. Like put the caps mm-hmm. on their nails. Teach them not to scratch. I mean, that's the best thing. But, okay. So I think what's really important for all the declawed cats out there, even for the people who are listening and saying, "Oh, I have a declawed cat, and my cat is really happy and fine." please take them to the chiropractor and please apologize. Like say, I am so sorry. And so that's what I'm going to tell Loki, that we are so sorry that you did not know. Like, because I really believe anyone who loves their pet and they actually knew the torment it puts these animals through, there is no way in hell you would do it. Yeah. um, I mean, because he does run around and, yeah, talk to him, please. Yeah, right? So... But listen, right? So what is he supposed to do? He's a kitten and he's got energy. What is he supposed to not run around? It's like a border collie who's blown out their knee. They're going to be playing fetch even though they have a torn ACL. So okay. um, just because your animal is moving around doesn't mean your animal is not in pain. Okay. Just like children, you see them all snotty-nosed and they're still out there playing. Okay. So, so that doesn't say anything about pain to me. And then what happens, too, is that they grow up learning that that is normal. Because, what does he get to sit down when he's a couple weeks old or eight weeks old or something, right? So he starts to learn as he ages and he matures. He's thinking this is normal, but it really is so painful. So life is kind of, like, annoying. Like, and mm-hmm. life is kind of, like, irritating because they're mm-hmm. in pain. Mm-hmm. So kind of like a grouchy old man or woman who's kind of in pain, and they just get around, but they're kind of obnoxious because they're in pain. So, um, so I'm going to explain to Loki that we are so sorry that you are going to take him to um, a chiropractor, and you're going to help him, and that is really going to help a lot, Jennifer. It really okay. will. I promise just you. Just like, like a vet that does chiropractic work? Or yeah, how do I sign? I'm in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> you yes, you just Google like veterinary chiropractor. Okay. Or or like call um, you could call um like an acupuncturist or a holistic veterinarian and okay. say I'm looking for a chiropractor for my cat. Do you know of anyone? And just kind of put the okay. word out. They're all over the place. They're in like okay, even in the Midwest. So just kind of look around for them, and you okay. do enough calling around, you'll find one. Um, But let's talk to Loki. And I promise you, Jennifer, it will get better after you get him adjusted. 
Okay. It will. Okay. I feel terrible. Um, okay. Okay. Let me tell Loki. Loki, honey, listen. So were you listening to what I said? He says that does happen, but he gets a sizzling in his mouth, too. He says he gets a mad in his jaw and a mad in his head. So what are you feeling right before you get that mad? You know, that smells upset me. He says, you know how you were saying my legs tingle? They do, but also my elbows hurt. So I don't, kind of like that feeling of hitting your funny bone. Okay. You get that feeling. Okay. I love my mom totally. Oh, good. My mom is, like, really awesome. Oh. And he says when he's going after you, he's just mad in his body. Oh, I'm so sorry, Loki. He's having, like, a pinched nerve, too. And so that time when you're seeing him sort of stop and his eyes sort of, like, dilate or his eyes getting big and looking at you, that might be when he's, like, getting, like, a pinched nerve. Okay. He says what helps him is that spray stuff. He likes that spray stuff. Do you know what that is? Um, it might be I just got some catnip bubbles that I blow. That's oh, my gosh. Really... Really? Yeah. I mean, he really kind of goes crazy for them. He makes a weird meowing noise. He seems to really enjoy them. That's so funny. I've never heard but of he... that. Have fun. <laughs> He won't um he won't eat regular catnip that I grew from seed, but for some reason these bubbles I got them at um like a holistic pet store. So they're oh, made especially for good. cats and he just when they pop he really likes I don't know the catnip oil or something in it. Yeah, it's interesting that it calms him. You think he'd be doing the opposite. Okay. Um there is these flower essences too, because he says that he likes like smells and stuff and sprays. I'm wondering if that would help him too. Um, I was just thinking about flower essences. There's a few that I was looking into, like willow for resentment, because I do feel like he resents me. Oh, you <laughs> that, I was you definitely picking way? up on that. I was. Okay. I feel that way. Oh, so that's what you're picking up. He's picking up that he resents you because of the the declawing. Well, I had another person talk to me who talks to animals, and she said that he was resenting me because my boyfriend came into this situation, like a new boyfriend, and Loki said, well, you didn't ask me about if you could have a new boyfriend. And he had like a real attitude with this lady that he was talking to. So I'm kind of confused on exactly what he's resentful about. I'm getting like different things. Yeah, let's ask him. And he could just have because he's young, right? So yeah. he just have, like, this feeling of resentment, and then he's just picking out, like, like you know when you're when you're kind of, like, in a bad mood? You're just picking yeah. out all sorts of things. So it's, yeah. it's very possible. There's many things he's resentful for, you know? But not that you can't get over it. Okay, because so, I just... Honey, what do you think of Mom's new boyfriend? Like, did you tell that woman that you're... you're um, how come you told that woman that you're resentful of... Of um, his name of is her Carl. Boyfriend. 
He says he feels a little bit left behind. And I feel like I need the most attention. He definitely craves it, yeah. I'm not sure how to get it as much as I want. I think it's going to go away when you get them adjusted. Okay. I'll definitely, um, that'll be the first thing I do. You know what, that, that um, these flower essences, you mm-hmm. should check out Blackwing Farms. Blackwing Farms. Um, yeah, I'm going to put the website underneath his picture on Facebook. Great. I think you should um, call her, call them and talk to them and tell them, like, what you feel is going on okay. with him. And let them okay. help you find, like, a good one for him. Great. So you think that doing the adjustment is, like, is that a one-time thing or something I would have to continue to do? I think you could do it one time. I mean, okay. let them sort of talk to you about it, but a sure. chiropractor should just do it one time and he'll be good. He's young enough. Yeah, okay. Gosh, thank and you Jennifer, so much, um, yeah. just. Just to let you know, Jennifer, um, there were a couple suggestions I got in the chat room and um, also from our friends Deanna and uh, Kendra. And so I posted those links under um, local. So um, they were some that people found. um, Okay, thank you. I don't know. Hi, you're breaking up. You're breaking up, I. Oh, no. Okay, I think I is getting more psychic, and that is why she keeps doing this to our sound. I really do. Okay, so we are going to the next caller, which is, I think I is going to put them on. Um, or maybe I am going to put them on. Okay, so let me see. Who do we have next? We have um, Pamela with Ruby. Let me find you, Pamela. Oh. Um, Pamela? Laura? Pamela, are you on? Okay, good. I'm here. I'm here. We're here. <laughs> okay, beautiful. We found you. Yay. So, so I've had Ruby I've had Ruby on the canopet since we spoke. Wow. Oh, right. And I just wanted to follow up and see how she's feeling on it. I, I've noticed some improvement, definitely. So I want to know if, if uh it's working for her. And Oh yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's see. And Ruby has like she has like excessive grooming, right? And and yeah. the meowing too. Has they have they both sort of settled a little it's, bit? They've both settled a little bit. They have. I mean, mm. I would say the night meowing's cut back quite a bit. Um, perhaps she's night meowing when we can't hear her. So I, you know, when we're asleep. But it hasn't disturbed us as much as it was before we talked. Okay, good. Let's let's get her and see how she's feeling. I want to say to my mom, I'm proud of her. Oh. She says that she thinks that we're that the family is doing awesome. 
Excellent. She says she just sort of feels more relaxed in her day-to-day. Okay. Sometimes I still feel like I want to meow. And sometimes she still gets an irritated feeling in her body. Yeah. Is it? It's like underneath her armpits and on her belly. Mm-hmm. And even sometimes on my back. Aw. It's like a dirty feeling. Like, she's not dirty, but she, like, has that dirty feeling. Hmm. Well, she goes outside and she loves the dirt, so... Um, oh. She likes to go outside in the dirt as her litter box. She says that she's still beautiful, Mom admitted. <laughs> tell her, she says, to tell me that she doesn't look filthy. Okay. <laughs> she comes in, she's got dirt up to her, up to her knees. So, That's um, what? That's funny that she does look dirty. So, um, um, I wonder what you could do. Maybe you should get like a, um, maybe you should get like those cat wipes, you know, those all natural wipes and wipe her down. Yeah, I try to wipe her down when she comes in because, you know, she's all over the house. You know, she's on the, on the coffee uh-huh. table. You know, she likes to walk around and um, after she's done that, her business. So I try to That's- catch her. Wipe her feet off. You're All right, still I won't. Beautiful, I won't. Ruby, honey, we're not. Con- we're still beautiful. Oh yes, she is beautiful. I tell her she's beautiful every day. She knows. She knows. She said, um, other thing that she wants to tell you. What? I like my new medicine. But sometimes I feel too sleepy. Hmm. Okay. I wonder maybe you should cut it down a little bit. Okay. I can do I can do like half a pill of, at night. Half a capsule. We just we've yeah, been opening the capsule. Been opening the capsule and putting it in her in the rad cat. Oh good, and she's been eating it well. Yeah, it's a lot easier than trying to put it down her throat. That was terrible. Right. Oh, good. So glad she's eating it. Yeah. But otherwise, I mean, I don't know what else to do for her for her itchy skin. I know it's so hard. But it's not the food. It's not the dry food, is it? I think she. No, I like my food, mom. And the skin okay. feels like a different itchy. It feels like in different places. Has it moved? I don't know. I don't, not that I've noticed. Maybe she'll know. It's like something like underneath her front armpit, she keeps saying. It's like, feels funny under there. Hmm. All right. Well, I'll see if I feel any bumps or anything. She says she likes being there so much better. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> she says she's really, really happy. I mean, all in all, she sounds a lot better. Okay. All right. And well, I then think I'll... It's like 
I'll order some more. I think it's also just like life has settled, you know? I think she just feels good in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. And I, I also, on a side note, I wanted to tell you that I got the Furminator for Lucky, and he's like oh. a new man. He's a new man. Really? I, I love, love, love the Furminator for all your audience out there. It's extraordinary. What is a Furminator? <laughs> the Furminator. It's so great. I mean, his whole undercoat is, I mean, his coat looks different. He looks like a different cat. Wow. <laughs> he's, he's a new slim and trim man, you know. He looks so good. Not oh that he did it, but he was, he was telling you that he was really hot and uncomfortable. And so we got you the fun pretty great. Like, since you were going to say that, I'll bet that's why Ruby wanted you to tell everyone that she looks beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lucky is a, he's, um, he just, it's almost like a different texture. Like, all the undercoat is, is gone, seems like. And he's just not as poofy anymore. And he seems a little oh, more how, how great. Yeah. Lucky, I'm so, so happy for you. <laughs> so two good recommendations, uh, Laura, and so I just wanted to follow up and thank you again. Aw, oh, thanks for calling in, Pamela. All right, thank I will you. speak with you soon. I can hear thank Lucky you. saying how happy he is, too. So cute. Can you hear me? Yeah, I think I can. Oh. oh. No, you're still breaking oh. up. Oh, no, I don't listen. I kind of have to just fall short. Can you can you hear all that? No, can't hear all that. This is what I'm saying. So, it. so what should I do? So maybe I'll take another caller. Is that what you're thinking? I take another caller. Go to Okay, so we're going to take an, another caller, and we're going to do... Uh, Laura, Irene needs to be next. Sorry, it's Kendra. <laughs> Oh, hi, Kendra. <laughs> Hello, sorry. She's called like for four weeks. Welcome to the show, Kendra. Thank you. <laughs> That's our call screener, everyone. Okay, hi. so she's saying Irene is on, so let's put Irene on. Let's see if can I you can find me? Irene. Okay, Irene's Irene. On. Hi, Laura, can you hear me? I can Hello? hear you. Oh, yeah, with Sophie the Sheltie. I know I've been seeing yes. your picture every week, so I'm so I glad know. you got it. This is the fifth week, so I really want to know. I, yeah, I got the right. puppy, you know, and you told me Sophie was saying she's coming back. So I got this puppy. I agonized two, two weeks about her because, you know, I have a baby, and I'm like, it's so much work. How am I going to have a puppy? Why is she coming now? You know, is it her? I finally I got it because I, I couldn't stand it. It just was weird. I had to have her. But I want to know, is she her? I mean, she's cute, and adorable, and everything. Do you, do you feel like it's her? I think I do. I think I do because <laughs> I I was in agony for two weeks. And my mom said, don't get it. You've got a baby. You've got so much going on. You shouldn't get a puppy right now. This is not for the time. And I'm like, I, I struggled so much. And I said, but, you know, something in me is eating me up. And I saw other puppies, and I didn't care for them. After I left, I'm like, okay, well, I didn't feel anything. This particular one, I, could, I couldn't 
you know, two weeks I agonized. And finally when I said to the lady, I'm going to put a deposit, then I kind of felt better. But I want to know, is it her? I mean, yes, we'll talk to her, but I just have to say that's your answer. Because it's like when you don't really want a puppy and it keeps on coming and you look at others and then you can't stop thinking about this one puppy. And, I mean, that is it. That is it. And yeah. you're not going to be exactly the same as your old pet, the the, the previous life. It's just it's right. not exact. So, and then you right. feel like a little bit more relieved and miss the other one a little bit less. It's like a weird feeling. So, right. I mean, that's your answer. you got to trust that. But let's talk to Sophie and see, right? Yeah, okay. I want to know if it's her. What does she remember? Does she remember okay. things? She does some things the same like Sophie, but I don't oh, know. Oh, my God, that is the coolest thing. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Sophie, honey, are you listening? What do you think? Your mom's been waiting forever to get you on. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel at peace. <sighs> My mom has the same hands as she did before. Oh. And she also does this thing with her hands when she calls me to her. And it just makes my heart burst. Oh. And I got to tell you something. It was a sort of a scary thing coming back. Oh. I wasn't sure it was going to work out. Oh. My memories are back and forth. Sometimes when I'm sleeping, I think I wake up and I think I have a different body. Hmm. Or I'll see things differently. But then when I get moving, I feel really immature. Oh. It's like I have two parts of me. Huh. A part of me that's really wise and knowing. And I think sometimes, like, oh, am I going to leave my mom? And then all of a sudden I think, look at me. I think she's having she's having memories of, like, right before she passed away. Oh. So, like, like, it will be like she wakes up and she sort of thinks, like, oh, like, am I going to have to leave? And then she's like, whoa, wait a second. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Sounds like a great little book, actually, you know, like when you wake up and you find yourself in a new young body. Yeah, that's kind of strange. Wow. Yeah, it is. But I see her sort of sleeping, and then she wakes up, and she feels, like, really mature in, like, a mature space. But then when she Mm. wakes up, it's, like, bursting with, like, happiness. Huh. Does she want to be called Sophie again? Because everybody says, oh, don't call her Sophie. She's a different dog. And I'm like, you don't get you, you guys don't get it. It's just I feel her. I look at her eyes, and it's like looking at Sophie, my first dog. That's so amazing. And and it's like her looks are the same. The, the eyes are the same. Oh, my gosh, that's so amazing. She says so, to call Sophie. Call oh, she wants Sophie. to be called? That's my name. Yeah. That's my name. She says that's what we both decided. So she's saying that you and her decided that already. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. 
You know what's so amazing about that is, like, it's not always like that when they reincarnate. It's not always like looking at the same animal. Like, Luca is Maya, and, like, sometimes I see Maya in him, but it's not like I look at him and it's, it's like, Maya. No, the eyes are... So she, like, remembers. Like, she remembers a lot more. That's so amazing. Wow. Yeah. I figure she sits like before. She sits on her butt instead of her high end. You know, she sits like Sophie used to sit when she was a puppy. She sits the same way, and that's why I suspect that she may remember certain things. She pokes me with her nose a few times like Sophie used to do, and my husband says that's like a personality thing. Okay, I hate to cut you off, but we've got to get going because we've got to get finished the show. Okay, thank um, you so much. Thanks for being on and sharing your story. It's so neat. That's so awesome. How do you think that, you know, why is it that some animals know more than the others? Like, remember their other life. It's so amazing. I mean, I don't, it's just like the soul's story or the soul's Mm -hmm. growth, you know? It's like some of them can, are on that sort of path where they can remember everything and, and and that's what they need to know in order for their soul's growth. And then others, it's like starting completely fresh and they have some memories as time comes on. I mean, when Luca came back, I don't think he remembered being fully Maya because if he did remember being fully Maya, he might want to kill every dog he sees. <laughs> right, he right. Really yeah. You know, so, right. so he had to come back not remembering so that he could kind of grow and learn different things. But I That's say amazing. to Stormy every day, Stormy, you come back right away and you remember everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, it's time for Words of Wisdom, and today we have a guest for Words of Wisdom, the Orca. So, um, Granny, can you give us kind of like a one-sentence, you know, couple-sentence okay, quiz, Words of Wisdom? She says she's been thinking. You've got to swim straight through the waters. And it doesn't matter if you have turbulent times. You just have to keep swimming forward. And don't forget to play and have fun with family. And when you feel hardship, know that times will pass. Oh. Wow. Thank you so much, Granny. That's amazing. I hope we have Granny on again in the future. Me too. Thanks, Granny. Thank you so much. We'll tune into the Pet Psychic Radio Show next week to talk to the animals. Until then, go to thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication as well as private consultations with Laura. You can also like us on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. And if you're not following us on Twitter yet, please do so at thepetpsychic. See you next week. Talk to the animals. Bye, everyone. Talk to the animals.